And he said, I found a car I wanted, had the down payment, had everything. He's the reason I had to change how I think. He said, man, Munch, I know you cut hair. He said, well, your tax return. I know it. I'm quiet. Yeah, yeah. He said, he said, I know you cut hair. Yeah. I sit in your chair. Yeah, yeah. He said, but but you ain't filed no taxes, man. He said, you got the down payment. You got money in the bank. He said, but this car you want, I want to give it to you, but I can't prove you work. Yeah. Yeah. He said, when I, when I send it up to underwriting, they're going to start asking questions. And I wasn't legit. That moment, that heartbreak made me make some adjustments yeah. and started you know, restructuring and setting myself up properly. So I can, and two years later, all these years later, I ain't never looked back. somebody wants to have a new business or start a new business uh it goes through the planning commission yeah i, I know all that before he gets done yeah no that's not what i'm saying as far as like businesses come to something mm -hmm. stuff like that yeah okay what's up with the mall we sick with the <laughs> mall man so <laughs> now, honestly you know the back side of the mall is in my ward right uh -huh. i don't know much about the ward as it relates to Sumter Mall and how that works. This is what I will say, and let me explain this part to us. When businesses, so whenever new businesses, just had this conversation with somebody, you gotta think about it this way. Whenever substantial businesses wanna come to an area, they do their homework first, right? Then they have what they call uh, what's the medium income, right? On average, what does the average single person make annually? Then what do they make as a family? If the numbers of the medium income is not high enough, they will not come to an area. A la that old man in parking lot. <laughs> and that old Walmart and Manning parking lot, that thing is vacant for 20-something years, you man. You see it? So, so here's my point, right? Uh, people ask me all the time, when are we going to get a Target? When are we going to get a Home Depot? When are we going to get an Olive Garden? See? Yeah. Olive Garden, you say at the same said, time, yeah. right? Yeah. So let me explain this to you. There's 40-something counties in South Carolina. I think it's 46. 46 counties in South Carolina, right? Something right now, based on medium income, uh, is in the top 10, right? Okay, so you got more counties in South Carolina that have less than 10,000 people in those counties, right? So our medium income for Sumter, let's just take Sumter, uh, last year was $36,000, right? So what happens is when major co companies mm -hmm. start looking at Sumter or even factories or industries, when they look at your area, 
they look at the medium income. If I bring my business there, the people there got to make enough money to support it. So they're not even counting, they're not even counting that we got Shaw and all that. Well, Shaw is the reason why our medium income is actually $36,000, right? So, so 36, because you got 10,000 people uh, tied to that base. Mm -hmm. If you look at the retirees, it's about 47,000, right? People tied to where they came to Sumter, they were in the military, they retired, and Sumter's now their home. That makes sense now because if you look at the <laughs> restaurants, it's more closer to Shaw. Thank you. Yeah, if you look at everything, hotels, all the restaurants. Why? It's more because that's what. Because they're going to get paid on the 1st yep. and the 15th. Yep. What people have to understand is the medium income for us is between thirty-six dollars and $37,000. In order for you to get to the next level, we're very, very close, right? You want to know what the next tier is? $40,000. Oh, wow. So when, people st when, when the average number or the money that people are making in Sumter is 40000 or better, you draw in the Olive Gardens. You draw in those types of things. So what do you have to do? you got to build up businesses and jobs with better pay in order for folk to make more money. And when they make more money, when, when Olive Garden is looking at a place, think about it now, we are the largest city between Florence and Columbia. Florence has an Olive Garden, but they pay more. Columbia, Columbia has Olive Garden. Pay more, right? You don't see it in Bishopville. You don't see it in Manning. You don't see it in Santee. You don't see it in Orangeburg. Now, but you can find an Olive Garden. Watch this now. You can find an Olive Garden in Myrtle Beach. You can find it in Greenville. You can find it in Spartanburg, Columbia, Charleston. All the bigger cities that's higher than us on the medium income pole to where they know that the people will patronize this business and they can afford to eat there and still maintain their lifestyle. So our mall and everything is a result of the businesses not coming because the medium income is not there. Think about Florence Mall right down the street. We can get to Florence in 45 minutes. We can get to Columbia, 45 minutes. Sand Hills, Columbia, and a mall. But why did they chose to go there? The medium income. Now, okay. How much time we got? We got time, man. Let's go, man. How much time you got? I'm good, man. I'm okay, good. So Talk to me. With that being said, because I knew how hard it was for me to start my business, and there's a lot of other people trying to start mm -hmm. businesses, um, why is it so hard for the city to approve certain businesses? Like, you know, it's a lot of people that's trying yeah. to, like, uh, almost like when I, when I like Manning Avenue, mm -hmm. for example. You got a lot of those uh, old buildings yeah. that some of them should have been torn down. Yeah. And you got some that's vacant, mm -hmm. but can't get nobody in there yeah. in a lot of those spaces. Yeah. So that's, that's a loaded question. Uh, to be totally honest, what happens is a lot of times with certain businesses um, in our area, right, people, one, if somebody's starting a business, whatever type of business it is, I have not seen in my small you know, tenure of serving on council where a lot of businesses have gotten shut down. Now, maybe they died in the, the, the planning part before it gets to us, but most of the time when businesses come, if it's something that's going to build a community, if it's something that's going to, you know, whatever, 
um, I can, in my tenure, what I've seen, based on what we've approved and rejected, it's been less than five uh, businesses that were shot down. Oftentimes what happens to people is if they're trying to start a business, whatever the case is, location in real estate is everything. You see what I'm saying? Your business is on a certain side of town. It's a perfect spot too. Yeah, I got lucky. But I actually wanted to start when I originally I wanted to but go why? back on the back on the other side. Yeah, but look at how much traffic comes through here. Yeah. See, so sometimes with us and me running businesses, which is a part of who I am for since the nineties, um, whenever you start a business, man, you can have a great idea. You can have a great idea. But most people, when they think business, they don't think business, they think hustle. They, they treat the business as a hustle and not a true legitimate business. So they don't, sometimes, I know people right now that have been in business and the paperwork ain't never been right. I work with folk in real estate. I'm trying to get approved for a house and these folk got money in the bank out of this world. But all their money under the table, they can't prove they got a job. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because they don't yeah. take out no taxes. Yeah, they ain't be, doing nothing. Yeah, yeah. So the you you can't think hustle. You got to think business. And if I'm gonna buy a house one day, if I'm gonna buy a car, all my money can't be under the mattress. <laughs> true, true. So I think sometimes we don't set it up properly for it to get approved, or we don't go back and say, you know what? How do I set this up right? How do I set it up to where this thing right here won't get rejected? And then let me make sure that for the next 12 to 18 months, I'm not flying by the seat of my pants, but I got enough reserve that if nobody come in, I can keep the doors open until I build so it you up. Build it back up. Most yeah. of the time, yeah. businesses die in the first three years. Not because the idea was bad. It just wasn't set up properly from the beginning. So when you bring it before people and they shoot at it, you can't answer the questions to get it approved. See? So the reason why you've been able to be sustained for so long and do what you're doing is because at some point in time, you had to stop thinking, like, I'm just doing this in my house. This is going to be how I eat from now on. You see what I'm saying? So I think if we fix the mindset and shift the business. This episode is sponsored by Goings Law Firm. If you or your family member needs a real deal lawyer, who knows how to fight hard in court, call Robert Goins and his team at the Goins Law Firm. They handle car wrecks, trucking accidents, workers' comp, and serious injury or death cases. If you want the best, you got to hire the best. Robert Goins and his law firm team know how to win and get you the money you deserve. Goins Law Firm is located at 1510 Calhoun Street, Columbia, South Carolina. Again, 1510 Calhoun Street, Columbia, South Carolina. Train so hard university, where it's just not a movement, it's a lifestyle. You can contact myself, Excalibur Miller, on Facebook, on my Instagram, The Mill Experience, or you contact my brother, T. Mill, on Facebook, or on Instagram, Prodigal Son 36 If you're interested in being a sponsor for Shop Talk or The Mill Experience, you can contact myself, Ernest Miller, at 803-565-9752, or you can hit me up on my email at eaenestmiller83 at gmail.com. You can also make contact with my producer, 
Victor Wesley of Vic West Production. His telephone number is 803-225-0021. Also, his email address is vicwestp at gmail.com. Like the young guys that would come in the barbershop and train under my license, right? These guys would come in. You're making money every day. They used to watch me leave every day and go to the bank and put money in there so I can have a paper trace. You know, I got to file taxes. You got to file taxes, I got to file enough yeah. money mm-hmm. unless I'm buying all my cars and houses cash. If I'm going to need a loan, I got to be able to show two years tax returns consistently that I've been making money. And it's a legitimate business that's registered with the state of South Carolina. I got an EIN number. I got all of those things. And when I make it legit now and I got a paper trail, when I go to the bank to borrow money, they can see that I didn't just come up with this business last night. It's been around for a while. It's going to be around and they can take me serious because I've done, it's not just my talent, it's my back office. It has to be legit. This podcast, the things that's it's happening legit. now, Trust me, this you've been building it over time to get it to where it is and it's creating more doors to open for you because you built it right from the beginning. If you build it right, Years ago, uh, I was trying to get a car. Kevin Conyers, he's the uh, branch manager of the Safe Bank off of 15, uh, off of Lewis Road. And years ago, man, I'm young. I'm making about $1,200, $1,300 a week in the barbershop. Single, no kids, you know, living the life, eating Applebee's every night, yeah. you know, <laughs> doing the thing. And I went to get a car. And he, and he would come in the barbershop sometimes. And he said, I found a car I wanted, had the down payment, had everything. He's the reason I had to change how I think. He said, man, Munch, I know you cut hair. He said, well, your tax return. I know it. I'm quiet. Yeah, yeah. He said, he said, I know you cut hair. Yeah. I sit in your chair. Yeah, yeah. He said, but, but you ain't filed no taxes, man. He said, you got the down payment. You got money in the bank. He said, but this car you want, I want to give it to you but I can't prove you work. He said, when I, when I send it up to underwriting, they're going to start asking questions. And I wasn't legit. That moment, that heartbreak, made me make some adjustments and started you know, restructuring and setting myself up properly. So I can, and two years later, all these years later, I ain't never looked back. And he been giving me loans from that point, from the 90s until today. And see, that's game right there, because a lot of these young cats <laughs> don't know that, man. They we, don't know that. We, let me say this respectfully. There's all type of races watching this show. And one thing about brown people, we got all kind of gifts, man. We got guys that we know right now, you can take your car over to their house, and they can fix it in two or three hours. Yep. You get them a cold beer, and yep. you know, <laughs> uh, something else they like, and your car up and running. There's a guy, I didn't put his name out, there's a guy didn't go to school. Yeah, that can build you a patio. And all you got to do is buy him cases of beers. See what I'm saying? That's it. But look at the skill set. This guy didn't go to school. He fixing all these cars. Now, he making four, five hundred dollars a week up on the tree at the house. The other guy down the street went to school two years. Got certified at BMW, making $175,000 a year. Same gift, Same gift. 
One legit and one is not. What separates what you're doing from the next man when y'all got the same gift? It's all in how you set it up. So I got guys right now, you know, all the time. Guys reach out to me, you know, the business side. They got great ideas, man. And I'm like, make it legit. I got a young man I met with this morning. He got almost six, $700,000 in deals sitting on the table right now with his business. The last couple of years, I was getting on him about his licenses being done. I said, if you're going to put in a bid, you got to have a certain kind of insurance. They're going to check all that before they give you the bid. He been getting everything done. Now it's flooding in on him. You know, it's coming in, man. And I'm like, you can't think hustle. You got to think business. Don't cheat yourself out of your future. Set it up right so you can eat. You know what I think? Not hustle, but with me, what I'm building now, my mindset, I don't want my kids to work for nobody else. So I'm leaving this for them. That's why it's called the Miller experience, not the Ernest or Excalibur. <laughs> it's Miller because they last name is on it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I want this. I want, because sometimes I have my daughter, when she's not in school, she ain't here help. She help videos. That's all you got to do. Pictures and stuff. I got to learn this stuff, man. What? See. I tell her, pay attention to Vic. See what he doing. But <laughs> here's the flip side. Even with you. Our generation, think about it now. Everybody in this room, I don't even know if you saw it. Everybody in this room sitting down, entrepreneurs right now. Vic videoing. You doing this. Tattoo shop. Real estate and everything else I'm doing. We all own businesses, right? But watch this. Every last one of us had to pull it out of the dirt. From scratch. <laughs> Why would I build something and then when I die, it died with me? You're right? building for a legacy. Man. When, when somebody else, it shouldn't be that hard for the next generation. If I build it up strong enough, and I always tell my team this, you got to feed what's feeding you, right? If I have pulled it out of the dirt and had to scrape and scratch to get it to where it is, if I die and it dies with me, it, it's because I didn't put it in nobody else. If it's going to continue, uh, we know people right now, um, not picking on anybody, but uh, Mr. Uh, Hayes Samuels, he passed a few years ago in Madden. Legend, Fleming, those businesses, long after they're gone, it's continuing because they gave it to the next generation. They taught them everything they knew. They poured into them in their lifetime and gave them enough game for it to continue, right? So you look at it through sports. The Lakers, Mr. Bus died. Genie Bus. <laughs> Guess what? He had magic. Shaq, all these people. He died. It's still going now. We're not taught as a people legacy. We're taught to keep all the game for ourselves and die with all the secrets so you can be great by yourself. The goal is not to be great by yourself. The goal is I got to make sure I pass it on to the next generation.
my boys, I'm not going to tell you what to do, but I'm going to create an environment to make it so attractive that you can't ignore what I'm doing. Yep. Yep. And then once you show interest, I'm going to give you the game. You I ain't going to hold nothing back because my success is tied to your success. So what he's saying right now, if I keep my kids in this atmosphere, eventually they're going to pick up stuff by accident. And then over time, see, but, but that's a gift. Everybody can't wake up and, and just do that. They can't grab a gun and go do what you do. That's a gift, right? That's a God given gift. But what separates you from everybody else is how you build it. And then after you build it, it gets on, it's on autopilot. Now the goal is how do I keep it going? Hot. And then guess what? They're going to eat. They're going to take it to the next level. They're going to have new ideas. They're going to do some things. And so somebody, every door that's ever opened in my life that was a major door, I promise you, somebody gave me an opportunity. Somebody saw something in me to give me an opportunity, and I had to capitalize. That's all we want. That's all we want. opportunity to be continued. Make sure you check out the next episode. And also, you make sure you like, subscribe, and comment on my YouTube channel, The Middle Experience. And now we also on Spotify, Apple, and Amazon. Make sure you download. Peace.